0: Come with me, and you'll be in a world of cinematic adventures.
1: Hello, welcome. Today, I have a special guest.
0: I'm Vincent from Nerd One Podcast.
1: And I'm, of course, Jackie from Cinematic Adventures. And we are going to be discussing the Amazon original series, The Boys. And right before we started recording, we were talking about the trailer for season two, which Vincent just watched. So do you want to start with that? Because it was a little intense.
0: It was pretty fucked up. Right?
1: (laughs) It was like a minute and 10 seconds Um, of just like insanity.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was just like, well, because I saw season one, maybe, you know, not too long ago and thought that was pretty dark and gruesome and seemed like this, they're just going to go like the wall with it
1: what's crazy to me is that we see in the trailer that he has that he being homelander has like obviously someone else's blood smattered all on his face and the whole time you're just going oh god whose blood is that what happened what happened yeah and it's like you know it's nothing good (laughs) it's nothing good and then at one point in the trailer you actually see I don't remember what character it was. I think it was um, the girl. But it it could have been Homelander. I don't remember. It was someone who reached into someone's mouth and ripped their skull apart. Yeah. A little gruesome. Slightly.
0: Well, and that's kind of one big appeal for me for this whole series was that it was just that basic idea of what if superheroes, A, actually existed, Mm -hmm. and B if they just didn't give a shit.
1: Yeah, and especially... The thing that I think is kind of awesome about this show is that it shows that, yeah, in our heads... You know, we grew up with these myths of superheroes like DC and Marvel. So in our heads, Superman and Captain America are always good. But what if they weren't? Yeah. What if they were, like, regular people or worse because like regular people don't have the amount of physical power that these guys had. What if they were just regular people and they had the ability to rip someone's head off or to use lasers from their eyes to take down a plane?
0: Yeah. And that's one thing. And like, as I was watching in season one, it's like, this is pretty much DC's lineup. Like that's Superman. That's one woman. That's flash. It's Aquaman right there. Mm Hmm. Like the only one that kind of stood out, I was like, like I couldn't quite pinpoint her was um Annie or Starlight. Starlight,
2: yeah. It's
0: like she probably is based on some sort of DC character. I'm just not quite sure of who.
1: Um, the way I saw them all, I considered them a mixture of various comic character, comic heroes. Like, I saw Homelander as like a combination of Captain America and Superman, and you I saw huh the cape yeah um and i saw the deep as a combination of aquaman and um and um and the oh crap i can't see mariner yes submariner um i can see the the face is more so mariner yeah um and I saw, so to me, they're like they're all a mixture of like Marvel and DC. Like, you take the most popular Marvel and DC with the exception of Batman and Iron Man, they were the ones who were kind of left out of this. Um, yeah, interesting.
0: I mean, even kind of got a little, got a little twist of, taste of Wolverine in there in the end. Um, that you know, yeah, where she, like all, all of a sudden she's you know fighting the alley, looks like she's dead, and all of a sudden she's like gas for air, it's like, like, oh, she has a healing factor.
1: To me, that's more um, rather than, oh, you mean, oh, her. Yeah. The, the one who's um, a
0: Jap- Japanese lady.
1: Yeah. yeah. I thought of her more as X2. Uh, um, oh, X23. Yeah, X23. Yeah. Um, because she, her fighting style is almost identical to that. i just like, rip you to shreds. And like, because in the beginning, she was so fast that you couldn't really see what she was doing. You just saw like people dying left and right. Yeah. It was insane. And um and then like you walk in and see the aftermath and you're like, Okay, did someone like send off a grenade that destroyed people in weird ways? Like it was it was crazy. Yeah. Um so yeah, she kind of reminds me of um of X twenty three. Um but with Starlight, um, I don't know. Cause her pow- it, the problem is her power set. I can't think of yeah. anyone whose power set matches hers.
0: I mean, the closest I could think would be um jubilee from the x-men
1: kind of but the kind of, difference kind of like, like
0: spark l- light powers in a way
1: or dazzler
0: oh yeah that works
1: yeah i think she's more dazzler because jubilee is like actually setting off like atomic bombs basically yeah
0: like micro i think atomic
1: yeah and, um and she i think she's more along the lines of dazzler like it where she's just sending straight energy you know like yeah. light um so I guess, I guess, yeah, I guess she's like a combination but, of X-Men characters.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, but for me, like, you know, I didn't feel as, like, like a ripoff or anything. Like, it was one of those, like, I loved, oh, I've always loved the concept of, like, when good heroes go bad. Like, um, the Injustice comic series. Oh, yes. I, I Honestly, I love where they took that and how they're just taking it any which way they want to. Because it's like, fuck it. People are reading it. We're going to keep doing some messed up crap.
1: To, okay, so I know that this is cinematic adventures, and like sometimes we do TV, but straight up, like there are a few things as entertaining as as the Civil War arc in Marvel, and like the actual comics, and the injustice, Mar- the injustice, um, injustice League in DC, because like yeah. both of those were in, they were insane, because it was like. Superman literally killed the Joker by putting his hand through him. Like, that's insane.
0: It's like he, you know, palmed his chest is what it looked like.
1: (laughs) But the best part was like the look on Batman's face was like, oh, fuck.
0: (laughs) It's like, did you seriously just do that? Which I mean, I I can understand. I mean, he was tricked into killing his own wise unborn child. So he's gonna be a little pissed.
1: Well, but, um, but also, you know what, that, that reminds me in Marvel, I don't consider Civil War to be the equivalent to that. I just think it's like a good storyline, but it reminds me of Secret Empire in Marvel. Have you read that one?
0: Yeah, that was good.
1: Oh, yeah. So like, if you want to hear like heroes gone bad, Secret Empire for Marvel, Injustice for DC, both of those storylines are awesome. Yeah. And they all have, like, actually, they both have a very anti-fascist message because both of them go, like, from zero to fascist, like, immediately. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) So,
1: um, and with Superman, he kind of earns it because he kind of goes a little crazy. And it's like, well, who's going to stop him? He's Superman. And especially when the next strongest person on Earth, Wonder Woman, is like, no, I'm on his side. So what are you going to do? You know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it's like the only voice reason on Superman's team for the comic series was Flash and Shazam and Shazam got his eyes burned out
1: yeah which is what Homelander does oh yeah Yeah. Homelander does that in the boys too the woman that he supposedly loves but Superman did that to a person he knows is a kid and he taped his mouth so he couldn't say Shazam to turn back into Billy Batson because that would possibly stop Superman from killing him because he'd be realizing you know he's killing a a child. child yeah Uh, so he stops him from saying shazam to turn back in and then heat visions into his eyes
0: and burns his brain
1: oh my god like and then to see what that would actually look like in the boys like that's crazy yeah (laughs) it's nuts oh i don't think we can possibly talk about this like I feel like this book kind of belongs on nerd one because this is not going to stay with like just the series. This is going to be all over the place. You can't talk about this without getting in depth with comics because it's, it's a comic series and it's based on characters from both DC and Marvel.
0: It's true. I mean, I mean, that's, that's why nerd one's here.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so um, for our listeners, I've been a guest on nerd one a couple of times. So I said, Hey, why not? Why not have it come back? Extend yeah. the welcome. So, um, yeah, and of course, as absolutely no one will be surprised by, we were supposed to talk about one thing, and I somehow ended up talking about Star Wars.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's funny how, like, you know, the two times we recorded, uh-huh. at least as of this recording, it's gone like, okay, here's the topic, here's what we're going to do. Cool, got it. All right. And then two minutes into it, just we just dv up the road
1: <laughs> welcome to conversations with me that's pretty much how that works um now you see how my co-host feels
0: <laughs> I, I do talk like these well when i was at work you know i would have conversations like this for so long and the best conversation was okay so could batman be Men? yes so like, no 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 could he do it yes it's like yeah Tell me the whole thing. He's like Batman can be Superman, you know. In any prep time he needs is like a minute.
1: Uh, okay, so I am in the opposite camp. I say if you take away Kryptonite, there's no way Batman beats Superman. If you take I, away Kryptonite, I don't know. And I have seen Matt Pat's video on how he could possibly do it, but <laughs> I, I the mean, or
0: if or yeah, if we're taking away, um if we're taking away Kryptonite. Uh-huh. and it's just batman with his gadgets and billions of dollars
2: uh-huh.
0: yeah um because he built i forget the name of it but it was a suit to take on dark side and uh-huh. actually was able to go toe-to-toe to toe dark side which um, it was when insane. damien died in the comics in dark side sold damien's body
1: oh i know what arc you're talking about cool, yeah, but see, he I'm still on. almost died in that like he he damn near died like it with the wasn't it um um cyber dude um yeah cyber wasn't didn't he have to save him i think so wasn't he like almost dead at that point when it was like oh like he pulled him back um yeah so i still say like one on one without like so he's kind of like iron man and that he's a he's a playboy with a bunch of money and he's really smart Mm -hmm. and he uses gadgets but as far as like raw power Without his suit or kryptonite, he's just dead.
0: Well, yeah, Without his suit or kryptonite, he's just a human who, has, yeah. who basically knows, I forget how many forms of ninjutsu and Ga and all that.
1: Yeah, so I will say that his...
0: He's a deep he, more he's, Power Ranger. He's
1: more, I would say he's superior to Iron Man comic-wise because of that. Because Iron Man is literally just his gadgets.
0: Yeah, I think he can hold his own in a fist fight, but I think if it comes to like someone's actually skilled in fighting, yeah, Iron Man, he's gonna have his ass handed to him.
1: Yeah, but Captain America could still beat Bruce Wayne's ass, but then yeah. again, he's also superhuman. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh,
0: there, there was actually a comic I forget his name, who basically is kind of along the lines of he likes his comics and all that, and he said, you know, for now I'm gonna set the record straight for everyone who's listening to this, mm-hmm. so, man can and will be Batman's ass and just, just a root point. He'll rape Alfred.
1: Ouch. Why like, would you do such wow. a thing? What? <laughs> that sounds like a, a plot in the boys. Like that's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It may, it may come up season two.
1: Uh, you know what? I would not like with the craziness that we saw in that, like one minute teaser like that. I would not be surprised.
0: Don't put it past, don't put it past him.
1: Oh man. Yeah, but there's no Batman, so there's no, like, who would be, I guess the closest person to Batman would be, um, would be Billy, or not Billy, but uh, Butcher.
0: Yeah, honestly, Butcher was just that good, whack-out character, which is like, I liked him, how he was just like, he came to Huey in the first episode, like, I'm FBI, I'm gonna help you, you know, take care of things, blah, blah, and all of a sudden, rents a car, I forget I forget the guy who isn't in, who's invisible. I forget his name.
2: Um, but
0: and they capture him, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm just a guy." <laughs> like, oh, awesome.
1: Yeah, and the capture of him. What was his name? Incandescent man, or something like that. Something like that. Um, I
0: don't Translucent. Know.
1: Translucent. Yeah. Um, which is just the Invisible Man. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Who isn't there? Isn't a character in. Now that I think about it, I can't think of a Marvel or DC character that can go invisible.
0: You know, the only character that comes to mind that turns invisible is um the character from Mystery Men with Ben Stiller.
1: Well, yeah, but that's... Is that based on a comic? No. I didn't think so. Huh?
0: But I, I just love that part, like, I can turn invisible, when no one's, no one's looking at me, it's like, sure, everyone can do that. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm serious, guys.
1: So the question is, can you sustain it? Like, if no one's looking and you become invisible, can you stay invisible even when people look at you? Because if people can see you when they look at you, you're not invisible.
2: That's kind of an issue. A
1: little bit bit of a snag there. Um, Why is it that invisible people are always dicks? Like that Kevin Bacon movie when uh, The Invisible Man Uh and even the the 2020 version um, of Invisible Man, like, and in this and in The Boys... They all of them are just they're assholes. Why are invisible people such assholes? Like,
0: ah, because so, so I think they feel like they're unstoppable. It quickly gets to their heads. Like I can do whatever I want.
1: I guess, but the thing is, though, like it's kind of like twins. I feel like once you get to know them, you can get their signature. And on top of that, there's always that thing where like humans can feel that there's somebody near. And they, they really play that up in the movie Invisible Man, where yeah. she's like turning around. She's like, I know he's in here. Like, I can feel him. She can't see him, but you can feel him. And most likely she can hear him because, as far as I know, that suit did not muffle sound. So, um, but, and especially with him, like, you, like, there's this scene when, uh, and when we first see him, well, we first don't see him, I guess. <laughs> and he's when in he's the present. bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, When he's in the bathroom, and Maeve is like, you're such a perv. She knew he was in there! (laughs) Yeah. And then after a while, like, even Starlight's able to sense him, like, the long... I feel like the longer you're around him, you get more of a presence. Plus, like, I imagine scent. Like, you can still smell him. You can still hear him. So, your invisibility only works for so long, you
0: know? Yeah, maybe they kind of know his breathing pattern or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I just, like it's kind of a useless thing on people who know you. Cause after a while they're like, you're right there. You know what I mean? So it's True. like, that's not going to work. Like it's going to work on people who don't know you. You can just like walk into the room and it's, but you have to stay like really quiet and you can't smell or like have any perfume or anything. So I feel like there's like a lot, if we really think these through, like a lot of these things are not going to hold off. So no. yeah, starting with translucent man, it's just i don't think that's gonna hold up um and then i always wondered like okay yeah his skin can be invisible but it's just like the have you seen invisible man the tooth the, the 2021 i haven't oh okay well i'm sure you have you seen the trailers for it i have okay so you see the trailer when like somebody throws like a bucket of paint and you can see like an outline of them mm-hmm. okay that's the thing like even though you're invisible, if somebody knows you're there, all they have to do, like Butcher does when he's fighting them, is like he keeps spitting on him so that he's, his blood is like, okay, that's where he is. He just follows the blood. And yeah, then,
0: like, I saw. I saw. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's <laughs> smart.
1: Yeah. So I was thinking, like, if you knew you're gonna fight him, like it would be cool if he was like Batman and that, like, he had like a, a in his coat, like gadgets and stuff to help him fight these people. So he's like, okay, well, easy thing to deal with translucent carry a small like little thing, carry like a uh, spray paint. The so that as soon paint. as you think you see them, you just start spraying and you're like, yep, oh, there you are.
0: <laughs> yep. yeah, so, that's, that's not coming very easily.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, but the thing is though, his skin, like, you know, he, I do, I take that back. He is modeled off of, um, off of, uh, X-Men character, um, uh, the di- her diamond form.
0: Um, oh, um, Emma Frost.
1: Emma Frost. Thank you. Yes, he's modeled off of Emma Frost because when she does, because just like her, like she does, she has her diamond form and she can become like nearly invisible. But her skin is like diamonds, so if you try to do anything to her, it's not you know nothing, nothing can happen. And they even say in this that when he goes invisible, his skin becomes like it comes hardened like diamonds. Yeah. So. Um, so, I think he's like, he's made maybe off of her and like um, um, Sue Storm. So, we do have invisible characters. So I just couldn't okay. oh, yeah, yeah. them.
0: <laughs> Sorry, yeah. just the Fantastic Four movies were so bad. I kind of to block from my mind.
1: Well, I was thinking like actual comics. <laughs> so, so, that's what made me think about it. Like, because when you think about like Fantastic Four, she can become invisible at will. The thing is, she's not indestructible. She does have a force field when she becomes invisible. Right. So, like, I I feel like she, like, uh, translucent, is a combination of those two. Like, he's, he's, you can't, he's indestructible when he's invisible, and his skin hardens like Emma Frost. So,
0: yeah, yeah. he could basically be almost invulnerable when he's invisible if you can hold it. As
1: long as you don't shove explosives up his bum.
0: Yeah, when they when they said that, said I was like. I'm not sure if they actually did it, but they probably did because I mean, so the first what that was like episode two, yeah. It's like you know, episode one was, was really dark, so I would be surprised if they actually did, but you know, maybe they didn't. And we actually <laughs> put, put the trigger on him. I was like, oh shit, he actually did. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: I that my thing is like I knew that he actually did it, but I was thinking like, oh, he's gonna let him go because up to that was the first time that he got out of his. You know his comfort zone of being a giant wuss. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, he's you know he's just gonna let him walk out. But then you know also the repercussions of letting him live. He's gonna you know if he walks out, Homelander was flying around at the time, and that was pretty scary.
0: Yeah, he was gone out, turned himself back to regular shape, and well, he actually had a tracker in him, didn't he? H- who? Uh, translucent. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but they were, remember they built that like Faraday cage.
0: Like mm-hmm. uh, if you got outside, that tracker would have reactivated.
1: Yeah, and exactly. And Homer it comes,
0: and you know, tears old Billy, old Huey apart.
1: Yeah, um, and also like Butch and Frenchie were pretty genius. Like I feel like I feel like the boys together make Batman. <laughs> like if you had yeah. them all together, they equal Batman. Because when like with Frenchie and Butch, their me- their method of like of distracting Homelander to get him away. So that he doesn't find them, like that was genius. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, "Oh, you're just dead." Because, like, you know, there was there was that um, that rip where they had they they did like a makeshift Faraday cage for him, so that Homelander couldn't see him because he can't see through zinc, which is a very odd mineral. But whatever, (laughs) Um, (laughs) it
0: worked. (laughs) So yeah,
1: so um, so I was part of me was thinking like if they just made him, like, if they just traced his water with zinc, would that make it so that Homelander could? <laughs> I that was true. wondering, you know? I was like, oh, huh. Oh. like, what if they just, like, washed the, the room with zinc, like, <laughs> like, because you can get it in, like, a in a in a supplement form, so it's like, yeah, I mean, zinc is a fairly easy thing to come by, I feel like, so.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's small mouse, it won't kill you. It's
1: not like it's kryptonite, like, you can easily get it, you
0: know? <laughs> i don't know it seems like everyone has kryptonite in dc comics
1: well by everyone it's like lex Luthor and batman
0: well yeah they had the most but it seems like you go to walmart and Smallville, and it's like <laughs> oh krypton's <laughs> on sale three for a okay, dollar cool I'll grab a few
1: only in the u.s um other countries have regulations on those kinds of things <laughs> oh,
0: one. all you gotta do is bribe a senator right
1: oh man um <laughs> So then let's see, who else do they have? Um, Queen Maeve, who is clearly Wonder Woman.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't
1: even see a combination of characters with her. She's pretty much just Wonder Woman.
0: The outfit is pretty much Wonder Woman as well.
1: It's spot on Wonder Woman. Like, it's just missing the W. (laughs) Like, I feel like what they did was they were like, oh, Wonder Woman, well, we can't give her the W. What if you flip a W upside down? Oh, M. We'll start her name with an M. Like, (laughs) it's
0: like very vague names start with M. Maeve, yes. Uh, there it is. Can't be Princess Diana, so she's Queen Maeve.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, you have a princess. I was just a queen of, like, nowhere because there's not actually a land that she comes from. She's just a person. <laughs> um, but she, I feel like she's, I don't know. I was about to say I feel like she's more powerful than Diana, but then I'm like, no. I started thinking, like, some of the things Diana's done, and I'm like, eh, Diana might be a little more powerful cuz like Diana can go toe to toe with Superman, no problem. And yeah. I feel like Maeve can't go toe to toe with Homelander. True. So I mean, maybe maybe Wonder Woman is stronger than Queen Maeve? Perhaps. Cuz like know. she has no qualms taking on anyone in Justice League by herself. Yeah. And I just and like in this in The Boys, Queen Maeve very clearly is afraid of Homelander. So um yeah, to I, me, yeah, to I, me, like I, maybe she's not her power we don't know exactly what her power set is because they don't really get into it.
0: But maybe yeah, she, she's she not kinda has cool. like a, a psychological break in like halfway through this through the series as well. I mean, after her and Homelander kind of left that plane of people to die, she seems to really just take a 180. Like, like go from like super confident, and burned out to I don't know what's right anymore.
1: Yeah, you know what? I feel like it's not so much that plane of people. I feel like the plane of people was like the last straw, but I think the first spark was um, Annie because she's so like, she comes in so fresh-faced and innocent and genuinely believes in superheroes. And she honestly thought that she was, you know, that this is how it was going to be. And, you know when the series starts out Maeve is completely you know she's completely jaded already and they're yeah on the plane when she's like we can you know let's just save this kid like she's just a little girl
0: yeah, it's like that one
1: yeah and i feel like that was like the last straw but i think the the start to that the spark if you will was was queen Ma- was um Annie
0: yeah like what, you know, Queen Maeve used to be.
1: Yeah. Which, well, you know what? I'm not even sure Queen Maeve was ever that innocent, though. Because she, like, when they tell her story and she was like, you know, she punched a train when she was a kid. I feel like she was part of the Seven, like, early on. Like, she had an almost Jedi training. Like, she started really young. So she was just like, she kind of grew up jaded as opposed to... Uh, as opposed to Annie, who started out, you know, she was an adult by the time she joined in. She started out as a little kid, reading the comics and seeing the movies and stuff, and actually mm-hmm. believing in these guys.
0: See, see, and I love how eventually, you know, through the series, they kind of give kind of backgrounds to most of the characters, and they explain, it's like, yeah, these, they're not really born super, they're made super. Right. And to me, that was just whole revelation of, like, awesome. <laughs> That's just... It wasn't like whole like oh wow that's it's like I knew it, awesome knew it. <laughs> but the
1: thing though, the worst part was um, Homelander, which you you understand why he becomes the psychopath that he does because he didn't have parents. He wasn't actually raised. He was yeah, grown he was in a lab like a cabbage yeah. patch doll or something. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, especially when like they do like the whole what was it tv series or something like that where it's like yeah this is my room oh my old glove i remember catching balls with my dad yeah and at the end it's like i didn't do any of this i don't know whose house is this
1: yeah that's that's like particularly cruel to not only raise him in a lab but then have him perpetuate this lie that was never his you know never his upbringing and the thing that gets me is like there have to be people who were like I've never like, I, I guess like the for everybody, it's like no one's ever seen you know no one ever played ball with him or anything, but you have to expect somebody would be, you know you would think someone would come forward if that were true and be like yeah I remember playing ball with him you know back when he was just known as John or whatever because oh, yeah do we ever really get his his real name?
0: I think actually I think actually is John. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, honestly the, I think it was I remember like hearing his name like yeah that makes sense
1: yeah it was just, he's he's like everything about him is so generic except for nothing about him is generic <laughs> yeah it's like and that's why i say like he's kind of as a combination of captain america because he's got that like the way the Blanc public hair, sees him eyes. yeah like he's he's wearing like the colors he's almost wearing captain america's shield you know mm-hmm. and his cape is like a flag like it's it's insane and um, so he's, to me, like his outfit especially is a combination of Captain America and Superman's. Um, yeah. But the way that people view him is more akin to Captain America. Because in the comics, sometimes people do turn on Superman. But I can't recall a time when people turned on Captain America until Secret Civil Empire. War. Yeah. And so, well, yeah. Well, did the, well, some, did the people there... turn against him on Civil War? Because I feel like that was more like the team and not like the public.
0: Well, basically, it was the last episode, the last comic of it before they kind of rounded it out, where everyone gets transported like in the heart of New York, and they're just going at it. Yeah, and a bunch of citizens just jump Captain America, saying like, "You know, stop it! You're not, you're, you are not you you do not even know what you're doing anymore." And then Captain America realizes, like, "Oh crap, we're not fighting for the people anymore. We're just fighting.
1: We're just fighting." Yeah, but see, uh, to me, that was more like just those people, as not like everybody. You know, like yeah, I think.
0: Yeah, I think the, yeah, the Secret Empire. I think you're right. It's like the true, like, oh shit, Kammerik is not who he says he is.
1: Yeah, he's a total Nazi. Um, yeah, and that and the reason why he was able to take over so effectively is or so efficiently, like without any pushback at all, is because he's always had this reputation of being the moral standard.
0: Yeah, he's always had the trust.
1: And even even after Civil War, at that point in Secret Empire. Iron Man is like, I'm not going to go against Captain America because he's the moral standard. Yep. So I feel like Homelander has that view from the public. Everybody looks at him as, like, as, I feel like the public's trust in him is just like Captain America is looked at in the Marvel Cinematic uh, in the Marvel um, Comic Universe.
0: Well, Marvel in general.
1: Yeah, Marvel in general. Well, I, I still, I think in the cinematic universe he's not as well beloved as in the comics in my opinion um just because like in civil war i feel like public opinion was against him and the in the in the cinematic universe but in the comics i always took it as like it was just one or two people who said that it wasn't like the landscape you know yeah um but in the in the in cinematic universe they give him almost more of like a super a superman kind of slant where it's like because they make it seem far more selfish. They make it seem like he's, they give him the goal of instead of not wanting to sign up for the Superhuman Registration Act, which is like in the comics, and uh, they, in the movies, they give him the side goal of trying to get Bucky. And I feel like that is what gave people that slant of like, because the reason why I say that is like, uh, remember in Spider Man, um, Spider Man um, Homecoming, when they were like, ah, he's this guy's a war criminal. Mm hmm and they was just like he's just a gym teacher. So just in everyday conversation they think of they think of Captain America as a war hero or not a not a war hero but they war think criminal. of him as a war criminal. Then that is something that I don't until Secret Empire I don't remember him ever having that kind of view and mass like that.
0: In the yeah, so it was for Civil Wars when Steve Rogers was gone down and Bucky took over. It yeah. seemed like that was more when Bucky Bucky took over he seemed like more legitimized by the government in the comics which I, yeah. I love i love bucky as captain america but i mean steve rogers is always going to be captain america
1: well i think the reason why bucky was more legitimized by the government is because he was always a a soldier
2: yeah bucky
1: was even when he was rogue he was he was always working for somebody he was and so i think government organizations appreciate that cuz they're like he can be controlled we can yep. control him but captain america as the moral center was like no I'm going to take a stance like um, on Twitter, my backing for years has been the no you move from civil war. I love that. Yeah. And I was like, there are times when I'm like, okay, maybe I should change that. And then I'm like, no, because it's still true. <laughs> so like that is, that is Steve Rogers like moral center, which was why to me in the comics, I, the the true replacement for Steve Rogers is Captain America. Is Sam Wilson because he's closer to that moral center than Bucky yeah. will ever be? Because Bucky was a straight-up assassin. Yeah, and and, uh, and that's why to me, like in the MCU, it had to be, it had to be Sam because even in the MCU, Bucky became an assassin.
0: Well, and they also justify an MCU as well. Like you know, Bucky still has a programming inside his head. They're not sure if they fully removed it, so you can't have Captain America be controlled by you know a certain set of words.
1: True. Well. True, but I also like by the time Endgame happened, Shuri had gotten rid of it. She had like deprogrammed him. That's why they let him fight in Endgame.
0: True, but and that's kind of like why I read it as like the official statements. But uh-huh. I mean, I know I think it was Sam Wilson's more recently Captain America in the comics. That was mm-hmm. well, one, it was not Steve Rogers, and he did well because. Not only was he Captain America, but he also held on to the Falcon personality as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, which I think he's going to do in um, in the MCU as well. Because, I, think so. well
0: I, I think the previews kind of showed him a little bit. I haven't seen like are the there
1: Are there trailers for it? For Falcon and the Winter Soldier?
0: Uh, the Super Bowl ad.
1: I didn't see it.
0: Oh, yeah. Go watch it.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Uh, it kind of goes over all the Disney plus Marvel shows, so it has like you know, Falcon Winter Soldier. It has um, Wanda and has a just a snippet of um Loki.
1: I saw WandaVision. I don't remember Captain. I don't, yeah, I remember uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. But it's just the fact that the show is called Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and not Captain America, lets yeah. you know that he's keeping the Falcon persona,
0: which I'm cool with. I mean, yeah. the costume he had in the comics was badass.
1: I've seen the costume. Because Anthony Mackie is, like, keen on showing everybody. <laughs> so, yeah. so I've seen the costume, and it does look awesome. And I like that it's not, like, just Steve's costume. It's his own take on it. So I'm cool with that. My favorite costume for Steve was always the Winter Soldier one, like, that just straight blue. That was awesome.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, that was – it was sleek. It was stealthy, too.
1: Yeah. And like and then, like, the muted colors of the shield. And uh, – was just such an awesome movie <laughs> okay back to the boys so <laughs> i do this all the time so. yeah
0: yeah i've kind of come at, I get attuned to it <laughs>
1: <laughs> but i always come back
0: yeah. i always you
1: always i always go home right. <laughs> so okay so back to the boys um what is there to say about this um lamplighter was like what the i don't get what his power was because they say like he lit kids on fire but how? Did he actually use the lamp? Did he use his hand? Like, what was his power?
0: I think it was, like, the ability to make things auto-combust. Oh, Like, he like could actually just kind of generate fire out of nowhere. So he was like Pyro. Pyro, but Pyro relied on fire to be created for him, and he could manipulate it. It seemed like lamp lighter was like one of those, oh, there's a spark that just happened. I'm going to expand that into a ball of fire.
1: So but- wait, pyro required actual fire i thought he could manipulate elements to like he just needed elements to be able to create fire he I can't mean, create it
0: from my understanding and you know whoever me to this baby yelling right now <laughs> um yeah i've gotten a few feedbacks on my podcast like no dude you got it wrong um <laughs> yeah um but from my understanding is that he needs the fire or the heat or the flame to exist already hit and he can manipulate it from there huh. Because like in the original, I know the movies and the cartoon series, Pyro had something on him that created a fire, like a liar, um, a backpack, a uh, wrist gauntlet or something like that.
1: That makes him slightly less useful. <laughs> like, that yeah. kind of makes him a little more useless. Uh, <laughs> just, yeah, didn't realize yeah. that. Um, okay, so... This is going to be another aside. We will come back to The Voice, but I have to ask this question while we're on the superpowers situation. Sure. Of all of the superheroes or mutants, what would you want or who do you think is the most, like, Omega level?
0: Oh, God. There are we sick Marvel or are we going, like, just any? Any,
1: like, DC, Marvel, what have you. Well... Even even the boys.
0: I mean, because I know in D.C., you know, Superman has lived lives for centuries. I yeah. mean, granted, he's, you know, like I said, available to Krypton in any form from any store in the planet Earth. <laughs> and, you know, he'll die from that. But also, I mean, he got the shit beat out of him by doomsday and came back to life just by, you know, being laid to rest in the Fortress of Solitude
1: um okay so my here's a quick question a quick aside mm-hmm. I don't, maybe I'm interpreting this wrong to be fair I have not read an actual Superman comic I've seen cartoons and watched movies but I've never right. actually read his comics mm-hmm. my understanding of kryptonite was that it weakens him does it actually kill him or does it just weaken him and make him like a mortal man
0: um basically it toxifies his blood
1: okay so wouldn't that just so my interpretation of that is it just makes him like Clark Kent not Superman
0: so it Which means, like, at that point, anything
1: else can kill him. But the kryptonite itself isn't necessarily. Kind of like AIDS, how, like, AIDS doesn't kill you, but AIDS can make a cold kill you because it knocks out your immune system.
0: Basically, that's what, that's what kryptonite is to him. Like, okay. So if all of a sudden I go to Superman, like, hey, dude, check this out, and I pull out a rock kryptonite, immediately his blood is being, you know, full of toxins, and he's basically, I think, kind of like a shield. You know, as man, Superman, he's 100% power. He's 100% shield. But if I bust out some kryptonite, you know, larger the better. It'll depower him faster. His, mm. you know, percentage of shielding goes down like eight percent, sixty percent, zero percent. And when zero percent, he's just a weakling. Like he's, he's just a, human, he's a standard
1: yet. human. See, that's what I thought. That's what. Yeah. Okay. Because like I've seen a lot of different interpretations, and I always thought like if he like kryptonite basically just made him like a mortal man, so that. At that point, anything can kill him, but the kryptonite itself just weakens him and doesn't necessarily kill him.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, they say with long long enough exposure, he will die from it.
1: Okay, but then again, like, kryptonite is just toxic in and of itself because with long enough exposure, anybody can die from it because Lex Luthor got cancer from dealing with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, because, like, if you're, like, an everyday person who... You know, you're running through a cornfield and you come across a chunk of rock and it's glowing green. Yeah, if you hang on to it for years and years and years, I mean, and just that one rock, yeah, you're going to develop cancer. You lose your hair. You're going to want to try to kill the guy who came over with it.
1: I mean, but really though, <laughs>
0: like, yeah, like, are but, we
1: really going to go full Lex Luthor just from picking up a rock in a field? <laughs> like, who knows?
0: And a little bit of a happen. stretch. <laughs> but I mean, if you're just like, you know, say like I'm going down the street and I see like this green glowing rock chances are, I'm like, I ain't touching that. (laughs) Like, it's glowing green.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. But then there's like, there are a lot of things that happen that like, I feel like that, like real people, like maybe wouldn't do, you know, like, is initiation to the seven really rape? Like, is that the best way to start it? Like, (laughs)
0: Yeah, that was just like well, being the first episode, I I think they had to get some shockers. And you know, having Charles in the boys restroom was one of them and you know, having I forget his name, it's going to hit me later. Um, having him basically like tell Annie like the deep. you want to get in, you know. Oh well, yeah, the deep. It's like he says some like basically like he wants to have sex, but he put it in like a very perverted astounding way
1: yeah he's a creep and then later when he essentially gets his gills raped you know you don't quite know how to feel because you're like the empathy part of you is like this is terrible but at the same time you're like but he did it to her and he clearly did it to mave and other people so
0: oh, that that scene when he was getting down with that lady and you see the gills like at first i was like i don't know how to feel
1: Exactly. That's exactly the thing because, like, the empathy in you was like, "Oh, that's terrible," but then you immediately go, "Yeah, he did that to a bunch of other women." and It's like, "Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, I'm just uncomfortable right now." Like, <laughs> it's like, I, and, "I mean,
0: because they put the sounds with the two, and it's not like you're kind of <laughs> squishing Play-Doh in your hands."
1: Yes. And she gives no fucks. She's oh, just yeah. like, "I'm like, you're." A, she's one of those people who like believes that celebrities are like. I buy your stuff, so I own you, like one of those assholes. Yeah. <laughs> so, she's just like, "Yeah, like, oh, you have gills? Good. I'm gonna like finger rape you with
0: <laughs> finger finger so, gills.
1: Oh, it's so, weird. <laughs> it's
0: so weird. But I mean, he he had it coming. He, he did though. It he he it
2: totally coming. did. Oh, like A-
0: retribution should have been Annie's, but I mean, retribution was had.
1: Yeah. I, oh. Oh, he he also got me too, which it's amazing that they decided to keep him on the roster instead of just like dropping him down.
0: Yeah, because it wasn't like until like the PR got really bad is actually when they kind of sent him away, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, because Andy, remember, came out. out, Yeah. And she didn't say his name, but she just said like what happened. And uh, it was kind of like you don't fuck with cats where like Internet people were like, it was the deep. (laughs) <laughs> so as soon as people figure, like, as soon as people put two and two together and were like, it was him, that's when they were like, yeah, we gotta like send you to Siberia, which is, is Ohio.
0: So, <laughs> yeah, when they say like, over oh, we you to Ohio, like, that's like the most random place in the world you could send someone's like, where right? am I? Ohio? It's like, is there cool. even any
1: water in Ohio? Like, are there any bodies of water? I know I, nothing of American geography as, aside from the coast.
0: There's lakes. Um, okay. okay. I think, But there's,
1: like, you can't go deep into a lake. He's called the deep. No. He's supposed yeah. to be in, like, an ocean.
0: Yeah, because I know, yeah, he, yeah. he needs to go far, far, far down, and he can communicate with fish, all that. And like,
1: You think they'd send him to, like, Jacksonville, Florida or something, you know, or, like, somewhere off the coast of Oregon. At least he's on a coast, you know, to where he can be, you know, by the ocean. But no, they were like, no, we're sending you to, like, landlocked Ohio.
0: But I think... Like sending him to Oregon would have been just as depressing as sending him to Ohio. So the only upside would have been that yeah he has the ocean right there, but it's like it's like it's it's Oregon. It's like eh.
1: true, but at the same like I don't think it would have been as depressing simply because he could actually use his powers. Because there, like in Ohio, as you saw, like his only interaction with with seafood or not seafood haha, with, <laughs> <laughs> with uh, aquatic life was the lobsters. Yeah. And that just got that's him awesome. in trouble. And I think he would have been better if, you know, he could have gone to, like, if he had been sent to, like, the middle of nowhere, Oregon, then at the very least he could have gone to the water. He would have been out in the middle of nowhere. So his career still would have been effectively dead, but he wouldn't have been, like, he as a person wouldn't have been as depressed.
0: Yeah. I, think, I love how he because... killed a dolphin, too. Oh, God. That's just, <laughs> that's awesome.
2: That was terrible. <laughs> well, i totally yeah, saw it, it was, coming it was terrible but it was
0: horrible <laughs> and like he's talking to her like oh yeah uh, later like later like that was <laughs> he's jammed the brakes and you see go through the windshield i was like this is so awesome and horrible at the same time because i mean dolphins are cool <laughs> looking, and they're friendly but like <laughs> he just jettisoned one
1: every time i see a dolphin i think of so long and thanks for all the fish
0: yep
1: <laughs> which fun fact was like my original um closing for this podcast when I first started coming on here I was just like um, Daniel was like how are we going to end it and I was like I don't know and so we were talking and then I was just like so long or he said so long and I said thanks for all the fish Make <laughs> it your own yeah. <laughs> it was like the perfect nerd combination right there <laughs> now that I think about it we probably should have been called nerd one <laughs> or nerd Two, <laughs> the two like dual nerd I don't know <laughs>
0: I'm surprised it wasn't taken yet.
1: Yeah. Well, um, fun fact, before I came along, uh, it was actually called Aussie Nerd because Daniel's Australian. And um, I called myself the flick chick because I like movies. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's... When we came together, we decided on Cinematic Adventures.
0: Yeah. See, I've, I've done like besides the podcast we've done I've done a few recordings with other people and I had one where I recorded with four other guys and we're like what are we going to call this? I'm like "Uh, we'll call it Unet the Four like what? (laughs) Because it was so hard to get you guys together and it stuck interesting and honestly we talked about um, Justice League (laughs) (laughs) oh man we tore that apart
1: uh, the movie Justice League or yeah. the, okay, I was going to say, because like it could have been like the comics, the, there's a Oh, lot. no, no, no. Comics
0: <laughs> and like the anime movies are, mm-hmm. are just fine. We had fun with the movie itself.
1: The, the movie Justice League was a mess, but the question is, um, was Justice League more or less of a mess than Batman v. Superman? To me...
0: More. Really? The tone changed too much in Justice League. Batman v Superman was just dark all the way through. Justice League was like, okay, light, dark, comical, not comical. It's like, please grab a theme and stick with it.
1: Interesting, because I would have gone the other way. I would say Batman v Superman was worse because to me, it was like three different movies in one, but without any one of them being a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was like take your pick do you want to tell the injustice type of story of like evil superman or do you want to tell this one do you know like make up your mind also don't ever show the wayne's getting murdered on screen again we don't need it we know just like we don't need to see uncle man uncle ben die anymore He's he does we get it move on tell like start the story and to me the biggest problem with that was instead of showing shot by shot I get it's from the comics. Don't care. We already know the story. Instead of showing shot by shot the Waynes getting murdered, they should have shown the new Joker killing Robin. So now people- That awesome. Yeah, because so many people were like upset, like Batman doesn't kill. Well, yeah, Batman can kill, but you got to give him the motivation. He didn't earn it in this movie. The last time we saw him, he was Christian Bale chilling in France somewhere. So you got to give them, like, if you're going to say this is a whole separate thing, then you've got to give them that that reason. You've got to watch him turn dark. And they didn't do that. And so I think that it should have started out with the Joker killing Robin. And it could have shown why, like, Batman is suddenly a dick and why he kills people now. Um, And then there was no motivation for... Batman and Superman to fight. Also, if you're gonna call the movie Batman v Superman, they should fight for longer than one minute of screen time in a two and a half hour movie. They should also have a reason to fight, which they did not.
0: Yeah, honestly, the whole like fight scene when Batman's in his armor and Superman comes down. He's like, hey, I just want to talk. I mean, to me, Batman should have been, all right, you stay right there right in the area you are where right I my traps point at you talk. If I like what you say, we'll duke it out. If I like what you say, cool. I'll, you know, I'll step down.
1: There was no reason for that meeting to even happen. Why did Superman need to go talk to Batman?
0: Well, I think it was mm-hmm. like, yeah. I don't exactly. know what was it? It looks like, it was like bring me the head of the bat or I'll kill your mother.
1: Uh huh. Okay. So we start the movie. Our first, our first, uh, S- sighting of superman he flew to an entire different continent to save lois yep. when some shit was going down so you mean to tell me he can't find his mom three blocks away what no follow your own rules movie you just said he can see through that He can see through walls because they showed him doing it you t- you showed us him going all the way to africa to go save Lo- lois lane And when his mom gets kidnapped, he can't hear that and doesn't go save her? So he only now, like, because he wants some ass, he tunes out his mom? That makes no sense. (laughs) That makes no sense. There was no reason for Superman to go find Batman at all. He had no reason to fight him. He had no reason to go talk to him. Because what should have happened was... When his mom got kidnapped, Superman should have gone and, and saved her. And then when he goes to get Lex and Lex is like, I have your mom, and you could be like, You mean her? Because there's no, like, there was no, no, there's no justification for that in that movie. By your could. own rules, you showed he doesn't need Batman to go find his mom. It,
0: he could he have just Batman looked at the pictures for? a little bit longer and, like, wait, that's Warehouse. Hang on a second.
1: Or, 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 stay with me here he also has superhuman hearing and can hear everything all he has to she's in the same city it's not like again lois was on freaking different continent and he found her ass his mom is like down the street are you seriously telling me he can't hear her they again within the movie they had him tune out and listen and he could hear like that he just saved lois through that way so if he can save lois that way why the hell can't he save his mother someone he has a connection with for like 35 years I'm not buying it. There was no reason whatsoever for him to go talk to this human who has no superpowers. There's no reason. Like it's just dumb. That's why I think Batman v Superman is dumber. Just my own personal thing. There's no it's three different movies that don't make any sense when you take them apart and when you put them back together, they make even less.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. Honestly for me, like I know that we're still off topic, but well I mean, here's my two cents on this. And Batman v. Superman, um, yeah, A it was you know, too long too long in the movie. Yes. But if they would've ended it with Doomsday coming out, like coming out of the show, landing in, you know, before Batman even fights him, and like fading to black right there, and then that fight starting off Justice League would have been so much better.
1: And it and also would have given them a genuine reason like to unite the seven. Also okay, so so many things wrong with this. You don't start with your team up. Marvel did it right. You start with one person who's got who, you know, he's not even he doesn't even have any mutant abilities. He just his superpower is a suit he created. That's realistic. That's grounded in realism. Okay. If you want to start like I I feel like Man of Steel was a good start. I actually liked Man of Steel. Man yeah, of Steel is So I feel like you need a Man of Steel 2 because you need to do exactly what the MCU did where you have Thor and then the Avengers is eventually is is, uh, pretty much Thor 1.5. And that's what they should have done where they should have, like in Man of Steel, they did not introduce Lex Luthor whatsoever at all. So they should have had a Man of Steel 2 which introduces Lex Luthor as a friend of Superman's. And you give Lex Luthor a reason to go after Superman you also don't make him 19 what the shit okay like I get yeah it's 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 not it's like uh, I get the Dusty Eisenberg is like he's not you know 19 but he looks like a kid with all these adults and he's acting quirky and odd and there was no reason for his mannerisms to be that weird He's not like that in any version. Like, again, I've never read a Superman comic, but I've read comics with Superman in it, and I've read comics with Lex Luthor in it, and I've watched animated series with Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor is pretty much the exact opposite of what he was. Like, he was almost doing a Riddler impersonation to me.
0: Like Actually, he, he would have
1: so been a Yeah, he was so far off from being Lex Luthor because Lex Luthor is, like, calm, cool, and collected. Do you know who was more of Lex Luthor in Batman v Superman? Freaking Batman. Batman was closer to being Lex Luthor in this yeah. movie than Lex Luthor was. Because because Bat- Lex Luthor is like, he's a rich, powerful man who has all the resources at his fingers. He's an astute detective. He's very calm, but he's also highly irrational. It's pretty much exactly how Bruce Banner was, was uh, how uh, Bruce Wayne well, I don't know why I just went to the whole. but uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty okay. much exactly why Bruce Way- how Bruce Wayne was portrayed in Batman v Superman. So it's like I feel like the writers like wanted so much to tell their own story, and they wanted to like mix up different el- comic elements and like copy paste, but they ended up fucking all of it up. In my opinion, just me. True. That's why, to me, Batman v Superman is worse than Justice League.
0: Well, I mean, now it's essentially been undone. You know, Robert Pattinson is coming as Batman. So, Harry- I heard
1: that he might not be. Is that... Did you hear anybody no. about that?
0: Um, so, apparently, they're... From what I read today, um, as of what's today? The thir- 14th of May. Um, they wow. have been given the green light to start shooting again in the UK where they're doing principal photography for the Batman. Okay. And apparently, the original cast has been called back. And even... Um, Robert Pattinson said, oh, hey, by the way, I haven't worked out at all during quarantine. <laughs> so we That's may funny. get more of an Adam West Batman. A little kind of a little belly on him.
1: Okay. I heard something. I think it was on Twitter. Something about um, Robert Pattinson, like not
0: doing it anymore. No, apparently he's in. He's still down. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I'm, I'm cool for it because I, I like how he has like, He's that younger Batman, which we got in Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I like the concept of older Batman with Ben Affleck, but they they just didn't pull it off properly. So, but having now a, a younger Batman, because they said they're they're pulling from Batman Year One, which I'm stoked for, which means he's okay. going to get his ass kicked a few times.
2: Well,
1: yeah, that's good.
0: And then he's gonna he has. It looks like a souped-up Dodge something for his Batmobile. But uh, I was talking to one of my friends who is like a diehard DC fanatic. Uh-huh. He said that um, he wrote online, there's a rumor that all the set photos that we've seen so far of the Batman
2: uh-huh.
0: is just the initial Batsuit. They're saying about halfway, maybe two-thirds through the movie, we're going to get the official bat suit, which I'm, I'm soaked for.
1: I, you know, I'm rejudging, rejudging. I'm reserving judgment for everything until I actually see it because I learned that with um, Batman Begins. I had zero intent of watching that and I had to be convinced to see it. And then it ended up being good. And then the Dark Knight ended up being like the best Batman movie. Yeah. So, so that I've just, I've learned, you know, what? just wait till it comes out. Just judge it by what, what actually happens. Um, I was fine with Ben Affleck as Batman until Justice League because that was cartoonish, but not in a good way. Because we're not talking about comics, but it was, like, cheesy. Like, honestly, I feel that was the Joss Whedon effect. Because, like, Batman should not be cracking stupid jokes like that. That's not his character.
0: In the Batman anime series, I mean, he... uh, That went for, like, what, five seasons or so? He smiled maybe twice.
1: Yeah. Well, there was that t- like, uh, no, I was thinking of him singing. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nope, that wasn't a smile. That was a singing. Um, yeah, he, he's not like I remember him being funny, but it was he wasn't cracking a joke. He was just saying things.
0: Yeah, it was like his they own were dark funny. humor.
1: Yeah, like um, like when he was talking to Wonder Woman, <laughs> and they were and she was like trying to date him. And she was like, oh, come on, like, you can't tell me that you're honestly afraid of dating me because, you know, you think some villain's going to get me like, obviously, I can hold my own. And he was like, without, like, skipping a beat, he was like, you're like, basically a goddess and I'm a rich kid with daddy issues. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's
1: hilarious. It's
0: like, it's true.
1: Uh, And she just flies off.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that, that would just been a bad pairing, anyways.
1: It would have. I honestly, I know I get a lot of hate for this because everybody's like, "No!" But I prefer her paired with Superman.
0: It makes sense. It does. Like We're both godlike beings.
1: Exactly. They can both do whatever they want. Like they can be unleashed. Whereas with Lois, like he's got to be afraid of killing her. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's got to be a lot of restraint he has to use. Also, she's super annoying
0: yeah <laughs> I can't you see um story. the CW announced that they're gonna do the Superman Lowes TV show um starting January?
1: another one because we didn't have enough.
0: yeah and honestly I because I, I I watched the CW shows because I was a fan of Arrow for most of the season most of the series uh-huh. but when they kind of brought that instrument on um, in this past what was a Infinite Earth, I liked him. I liked the character the suit was spot on. Not a fan of Lois because Was she she's well, I understand Lois is supposed to be you know annoying reporter, mm-hmm. but she's like annoying to everyone,
1: yeah. That's why, like, I've never liked him being paired with Lois. I think he's I've always thought he would be better paired with Wonder Woman. And also, what the hell is Wonder Woman doing with Steve? Like, he's just a regular person. Why, why yeah. you're a superhero, like, you're a goddess. No, you should
2: be with Superman.
0: <laughs> so you have any guy you want. And exactly. you're getting an Air Force pilot. It's a like cool, honorable guy, working military all his life. Awesome. But yeah, you could basically touch him wrong and kill him.
1: You could have a guy who is on par with you in every way and you choose discount Captain America with no powers. What? Like <laughs> Like, no, no, no. It's like,
0: I mean, if you can't get, you know, Superman, maybe Green Lantern. Uh, like, at, least, at least he's an ordinary human, but he has the powers when he has his yeah, ring charged.
1: I was going to say, like, he is, uh, aside from when he's using his ring, also, is it just me or does anybody else think that Green Lantern has never used his lantern ability for anything truly creative, like he always uses lame constructs, like an anvil or a hammer, or a giant fist, or something stupid like that.
0: Yeah, or I just mean, like a
1: circle, like in the in the um the animated series, like um uh, what's his name, um John Stewart. He's like he just creates a circle around people. I'm like that. Really? That's what you have the ring of imagination essentially,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you use it to like create a a circle around people. That's
0: actually that's one thing I love them to do. I mean, kind of ties back, is if they kind of get their own Green Lantern in the boys for season two. I would love oh, to see that. Oh, they do? I, no, I... I. I they, they do?
1: Oh, oh, I thought you said they do. No, oh, no. okay. No, okay I, I, I
0: want them to. Because that I would love would to see, like, a good, well-done Green Lantern.
1: Yes. You know what? I get him in the, in the minority, but I actually had no problem with Green Lantern, with the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern.
0: My only problem with it was... I wanted the suit not so CGI'd. Like my I understand problem it's was this. the
1: same thing that with all the Green Lanterns is that they just they have no like they have a ring of imagination and they use it to like make circles and and giant fists and I'm like that that's what you use that ring for <laughs> like what? you couldn't come up with anything better than
0: that <laughs> like I mean just- he made a giant giant toy race car and racetrack to save the love of his life.
1: Yeah, and even that wasn't out of his imagination. He had seen one earlier in the in the movie. He was basically, it was, that's the thing. Like, it wasn't imagination. It was recall. Like, yeah. no, creates, you know what? You know who would have been awesome at that? Star-Lord. Give him a ring. Like in, uh, in Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy 2, when he's like, I want to make some weird shit. I'm like, get that man a ring. I want to see the constructs he does with the ring. <laughs> that would be awesome.
0: That, that, honestly, I, I wanted more Star Lord having his powers like that, and because it, it was just funny. Cause like, I love how Chris Pratt can improvise stuff like that and just like make it funny. Yeah, because they're saying like half of this stuff is improvised in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I can I can see that. So like, and that's cool. Just like, just let him have his fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the one thing that I love about the MCU is that like, if it works, they keep it. They don't care yeah. who came up with it. It's not an ego fight. Well, Iron Man two kind of was, <laughs> and and Avengers Age of Ultron was, but yeah. for the most yeah. part, they just let him go. They're just like, and the directors are like, that was a good improv. We're keeping that in.
0: <laughs> well, and I loved how you know James Gunn was approached by Marvel saying, "Hey, we want you to do a movie, but we're not going to give you a big property. Just choose any like C or D list property. Like, okay, I'll take the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, good luck." And it's like. <laughs> He took that and like, okay, I'm gonna basically do my own thing with it, have mm-hmm. fun with it, and I loved it.
1: And he like, if you follow the progression of the whole team, really, it's his story. It's a story of oh, like, yeah. it's Wars. a story of redemption, you yep. know. And um, and so I'm really glad that he got it back. I was on Team Gun, so um,
0: I was so happy when he got when he got rehired. Yeah because i want that movie to happen and for a while i was like on hiatus because he got fired and it's like okay he's back it's like cool it's like but i'm doing su- suicide squad first like i'm okay with that
1: yeah I'm well okay he was already that. committed to it and he was i think he's already he already started it Yeah, I um, think he's done though yeah i am i'm kind of wondering how his suicide squad is gonna work out because i don't know like i Here's the thing, like, it's already, the first one already came out, so you can't do a full-on reboot, like, two years after the first one, especially with saying, Harley Quinn coming out.
0: They're saying this is a sequel.
1: Yeah, but he, like, so it, it's a sequel, but it's also, like, a soft reboot because it's not going to be the exact same characters.
0: Right. I know, like, the there's a few returning characters. I know Harley Quinn is not it, but, like, a more minor role.
1: Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, um, it's not going to be, like, it's not like, here's the team we established in one, now we're going to take that team in two. No, he's like, no, I'm going to throw away some of these guys. I'm going to add some of these guys. So he's making it his own. And in that way, it's kind of a soft reboot, but he's still keeping, like, it's not a full reboot. So it's, you know, that's what I mean. Like, it's going to be kind of weird to do that because it's like, okay, I'm going to take this piece of shit and
0: turn it into gold, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, like. Per- well, the, the best part is the first Suicide Squad. Well, I guess the two best parts was... um. The Flash appearing to arrest Captain Boomerang and Batman arresting Harley Quinn. Because to me, like Batman in um you know Suicide Squad was the Batman we should have had.
1: That was, was, still, uh, that was still that was still an athlete. Yeah.
0: But it was one of those like he he didn't give a shit, but he knew what had to happen. Like he wasn't gonna let Harley Quinn die after she you know went into the harbor in the car. So he gets her, brings her out, you know, bring, you know, does mouth to mouth on her. And she kisses him. He's just like, headbuster.
1: <laughs> um,
0: and Flash is like, hi, I'm going to arrest <laughs> you.
1: <laughs> but this reminds me of um, the pitch meetings. Do you watch pitch meetings from Screen Rat?
0: Yes. On YouTube? Oh, uh, it's too addicting.
1: <laughs> so Ryan did a, a pitch meeting on um, on Suicide Squad. And he said exactly what everybody was thinking, which was like, and then he's uh, like, and how are they going to? Like, what's going to happen to them? Oh, the helicopter's going to crash. Oh, so they're dead? No, they're fine. <laughs> it's like, and like every time somebody would be in a helicopter, the way they got out of it was it would crash. And he was like, Yeah, I, I just assume like helicopter crashes are non fatal. Like, you just walk away. <laughs> like, <laughs> Except super, for when like, we need them to, get and then they all die. <laughs> exactly.
0: Oh, my yeah, my, my brother sent me like one of them because like, I follow Screen but like it's only on things I actually like. Oh, that's not, that kind of looks cool. Mm-hmm. And I saw the, like pitch meetings like, no, nah, I'm okay with that. My brother sends me one for, I think it was Captain America Civil War. And he's mm-hmm. like, you got to watch this. It's like five minutes long. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Whatever. I watched it. And now like my, my recommended page is probably half those.
1: <laughs> I will go down a rabbit hole of like pitch meetings. Um, I Captain America Civil War is one that I have a fight with him on though, because that is one of the main thing, him. And then a couple of other people I've seen. Comment on Zemo's plan, and I'm like, that's not his plan. <laughs> it's not, that was not what Zemo was planning. So that's like kind of a little triggering. Um, mm-hmm. But pitch meetings and um, movies explained for, I can just, I can spend days just watching yeah, that. Like, I can't, I can't with movies explained for because like my stomach will hurt. I've watched like two episodes and gotten such a bad stomach ache from laughing that I had to stop.
0: <laughs> so. So, some are brilliant.
1: I love do you watch him too?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I love it. I if you're having a bad day, watch his on the Star Wars series. Oh my god. It's hysterical. Especially when he's like when he's introducing everybody. <laughs> and then he's like because these movies wouldn't work if they didn't rely on nostalgia. Yep. And he's like he's right. <laughs> um, yeah, that's where I got. Like, I constantly say "pew pew boom boom." That's where I got it from. <laughs> oh, I love Jeff. He's hilarious. Okay, so back to the boys. See, I always come back,
0: <laughs> coming full circle. <laughs> I, I always do.
1: Oh, okay. So, um, so we've done power sets for almost everybody. A train is quite clearly a combination of Quicksilver and the and, um, and the Flash. And the Flash. Um but... I would
0: say he's more of a combination of reverse flash and um quicksilver just because he's an ass in this. Yeah, but everybody is though. Well, <clears throat> for me, like the flash is like the kind of embodiment of goodness and hope and all that. And Atrium's like, nah, I'm doing my thing because it's my thing. And that's kind of a like reverse flash as well. But you know, he's you know, a flash to me.
1: Right. I get that, but I think I feel like everybody in the boys is an asshole because yeah. that's like the whole trope. It's like your your favorite superheroes but dicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that could be that could be their logo <laughs> or, or not logo yeah. like their slogan. Like imagine superheroes were real but they were all assholes.
2: <laughs> True.
1: Um who else? So I feel like we're missing somebody. We've done Starlighter or Fire whatever the other name was. Um, translucent, um, made Homelander, I the deep home A the train. There's black noir. Once black noir, which what the hell even is he? Is he, he their looks, Batman? He looks like Snake I
0: guess? Eyes, GI Joe.
1: Snake. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah,
0: because like all,
1: they really just show him like he really his powers don't really you don't feel like he does anything or means anything until he fights the female who could like rip apart an army and he essentially killed her, but not really because apparently she's immortal, I guess. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Um, You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of inhumans where, because essentially that's what they are. If you think about it, because you find out that they weren't born, they were made from being given doses of a substance as children. Kind of like when you hit puberty and the Inhumans, and you get the Terrigen Mist, and you find out what happens to you. Yep. So they're essentially like Inhumans, or like a, a combination, like a, a mixture of like Inhumans and mutants. Um, Yeah. And so, and it's interesting to me how when they take that um, substance, like if the same substance that gave them their superpowers, if they take it again, it's just like a drug to them, like with A-Train, but it doesn't give them it enhances their powers, but it doesn't like change their powers. So that's why I feel like they're kind of like inhumans, because within humans, it's like whatever you're gonna become is in your DNA already. So yeah. being exposed to the Terrigen mist multiple times isn't gonna change what you become. So True. yeah, I'm, that's kind of how I took it.
0: I mean, that's kind of how it is, really. I mean, yeah, I think they call it a compound V or something yeah. like that. You know, once, like, because I know when they break into, like, the hospital or whatever it is, that compound, uh-huh. and then see the babies kind of getting this dose of it, I mean, I kind of, well, probably, they might explain, like, exactly, you know, is it 100% take rat? Does it, is 100%, oh, what is it, does the body accept it all the time, or <gasps> is there a rejection process?
1: I don't think so, because didn't they say, like, um when Butcher was there, didn't he find out that, like, they... That um, there were a bunch of kids that, like, died because of it?
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's, like, so basically they, um, through Homelander, I think they did a bunch of experiments to find out what, like, because it, it was a science lab. So, they, they just found out, like, what the conditions were that would allow people to accept it. So, it was very much like Terrigen crystals where if you didn't have it in your DNA to become super then you would, it would kill you.
0: Yeah. I also like how Butcher used that baby as like a gun.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he picked it up. In
0: <laughs> it reminded me a lot of oh. um, Incredibles 2 with Jack Jack.
1: I have not seen Incredibles 2. I saw the first one, but not the oh, second one.
0: It's fun. <laughs> if you feel like the first one, you like the second one.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah. So Daniel gets on me about this. I have a snobbish distaste for cartoons because apparently i'm an asshole
0: so, um, okay. <laughs> so i own it I, I own it
1: okay um i like i'll watch i'll read comics and i'll watch like animated series for like comics and stuff mm-hmm. but if it's like just a cartoon it's like oh hey you're an adult watch moana and i'm like i'd rather bleed out of my eyes <laughs> and Good then one. like I'll watch it like I, I ended up seeing Moana I, well okay I didn't even see Moana I heard it because I was helping my cousin with her kids and I was around them non-stop for months and the one thing to get them to stop was to play Moana in the car or like wherever we were so you just constantly like it was the go-to it was like they're crying they're not hungry there's no reason to get for them to be crying give them Moana they'll shut up so so i kept hearing it yeah um i kept hearing well that was part of the problem like so it's twins right and she would Mm -hmm. take her she would take out her pacifier and chuck it and then it somebody would like like her mom would sometimes get the pacifier from her brother and give it to her so now her brother's crying and she would then chuck that one and then when she was old enough to actually move and grab stuff she would chuck her pacifier and grab his She would just grab it And the, so it's like Then now they're like fighting and stuff And like the way to get them to both shut up is be like Hey Moana Like and you start you know Or you start singing them like there, there were times when it was like You're in a crunch you're like at a restaurant And you can't like bust out you got all your hands full You can't bust it out just yeah. start singing Like make way make way you Just start singing it and then they'll kind of look at you Like oh it's the same song <laughs> <laughs> and like now because i've been so indoctrinated into it like i before ever seeing it i had it memorized because i just kept hearing it from driving with the kids in the car and from like putting them to sleep and you know playing it so then one day i finally like sat and watched it with them and i was like
2: okay oh this is good <laughs>
0: yeah i mean as of recording this i hadn't seen moana i <gasps> i've heard of the soundtrack because oh. um there's a place my wife and I used to go to to get um Kahlua pork. And that's the only thing they would play in the background was Because okay. it was Hawaiian, I guess Moana takes place in Hawaii or something like that. Uh
1: no, but Polynesian, which is the same culture.
0: Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's what they would play all the time. They would have that <laughs> movie going and it was like one of those it was loud enough for you to hear it perfectly, but not, like not too loud. Yeah. So be sitting there eating, like, uh, here comes that song again. <laughs>
1: Those songs were godsends. Like, and it's not just those two. I have another cousin who has a two-year-old, and whenever, like, if he would start getting fussy, I would just start singing Moana songs, and it's amazing. They just look at you like, "That's wonderful." And you're like, "Oh, thank goodness, this worked." <laughs> it's it's definitely helpful. So, yeah, um, I may be softening slightly on my adults don't watch cartoon stance, but I'll never tell Daniel. I'm not into anime though. Like he watches like Spirited Away and like Howl's Castle and shit like that. And I'm like, nope, Mm-mm. not me. Yeah,
0: For me, I'm not so much a fan. Of, I, I've seen anime. Um, like I've seen, of course, Dragon Ball. I've watched Attack on Titan. Um, but I'm not, not that all. It's not my go-to. Mm. If I really want to watch a cartoon, I'll probably hit up, like South Park, Rick and Morty. <laughs> or I mean, Simpsons. Archer. Archer's awesome. <laughs>
1: And even Archer, again, my brother had to convince me. He was like, no, no, this is not a cartoon. It's for adults. And I'm like, but it's still a cartoon. I'm just, I'm an animated asshole. I'm an asshole for animated things. Like, I, it's much harder to convince me to watch a cartoon than it is to watch a movie. It's much harder to get me to watch a TV show than a movie because that's another thing. Like, they tried to convince me to watch The Good Place. Still haven't seen an episode of that. I never saw Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad. Like, all the things that are, like, big that everybody's like, oh, my God, you got to see it. I'm like, no. If I don't, like, initially, if I don't hear about it and go, huh, that sounds interesting, I'm probably never going to watch it.
0: See, my problem, like, you know, with uh I like Breaking Bad. My problem with it was, like, that with all the AMC shows. Episode one, two, three, and 8 before are just phenomenal. And then, like, they dip for the third of the season. And, like, the last, like, four episodes of the season are Like, just phenomenal. <laughs> it, same thing with walking dead um i i gave that up years ago
1: yeah, I haven't seen um that either
0: game of thrones was one of those i held off until like season three came out because i was at target one day They had season one on just play on dvd for like 20 bucks i'm like you know what if i hate it i'm out 20 bucks watched <laughs> i was like okay that's cool i was like no you gotta see season two like hmm want to come on streaming i guess but then I like never, I it, never it, it. It, it picks up mm-hmm. but yeah the last season was just like so good and bad at the same time
1: <laughs> yeah oh. it, it actually makes me glad that i didn't see it like everybody's reaction to season eight i'm like ah i'm saved that
0: <laughs> well it, it was one of those it was like five episodes long but each one's like an hour and a half out to almost two hours uh-huh. And some of the episodes were like, oh, shit, this is amazing. How'd you pull it off? And the episode would be like, oh, so, that was kind of a throwaway.
1: <laughs> it's is not good when you have very few episodes.
0: Yeah, like, it seemed like it was one of those, like, we need, we need to wrap this up, guys. How are we going to do it? I don't know. Here's some stuff I wrote down. Yeah, they've ago. got
1: some Star Wars movies to not make. <laughs>
0: yeah. Man, once that came out, they got booted fast.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, Disney does not play around with their properties, although no. they kind of do. Not going to get into it. We're not. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to. Yeah, it. Gonna that was our last recording. <laughs> no, I'm not going to stay away from Star Wars this time <laughs> because I feel yeah, well, like well, every single time we brought it up, I was like, "This is why the sequels suck." <laughs> well, we'll, well, we'll do a podcast on it later. Okay, this is true. So yeah. yeah. Okay. So meanwhile, the boys. Yes. Uh, <laughs> So season two should be coming out um, by the time this comes out, probably next month ish, mm-hmm. maybe um, Amazon prime. You know what? I'm, I'm pretty surprised that like Amazon and Netflix, even um, even Apple TV, like a lot in Hulu, they, the series that they're doing are far and away better than the movies that they're doing.
0: Yeah. I mean, it seems like they're putting actual like movie level budgets into these TV shows.
1: Yeah, and they're coming off like um, like Big Little Lies on HBO. I saw that, and like um, for Netflix, Dead to Me and Messiah. Um, these shows, and like uh, Little Fires Everywhere on Hulu, and Upload on Amazon, and The Boys on Amazon. They have they have like movie level budgets but they come off as like a mini series from like back in the day like when i like when i was a kid and it was like a mini series was like a movie that came out but it would like be on cable kind of so Mm. it wouldn't be like it always played at night so it wouldn't be like regular like it wouldn't be as as censored as like daytime stuff yeah um but it was also like it told a story that could only be told in the span of like a TV show, but without the limits of being like a sitcom or a standard TV show. So it felt more like a movie that was really like a few movies strung together. And I feel like these, these streaming platforms are doing a really good job of like with these series. But then when you look at the movies that they're coming out with, they're hit or miss like extraction was pretty good. But then Netflix has like a bunch of movies that most of them I'm like,
2: I don't care. I'm not gonna watch this.
0: Yeah. Netflix seems like one of those places like you see like a cover of it, you rec- kind of read description, like, eh, whatever. And some are like a hidden gem. It's like, yeah. You should have done a better title, you should have done a better like description. I would probably click on it. But now I gotta hear from a friend how amazing it is and they're gonna bug me into
1: Yeah, same, like extraction was the same thing. I found out about it because Jeremy Johns was talking about it. And I'm like, wait, there's a new movie? And like the movie buff in me is like, well, I have to see it. I'm not paying $20 though. So that's the one thing. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I like, I'm not going to watch Capone because it's the same thing where like you have to pay $20 to see it. And I'm like, "Ah, I'm not going to do that. Um, Because like I have two different movie passes I have one for AMC and one for Regal. So I pay just under 50 bucks a month to be able to watch a different movie every single day. So, well, at least I will when they come back, but like, yeah, I'm not paying $20 per movie. Like if I won't do that in the theater, I'm sure as hell not doing it at home.
0: Yeah. I had the ANC one myself.
1: Yeah. I so miss going to the theater. And every, the whole time I was watching extraction, I was like, this should be in a theater. This is a theater type movie
0: for the, but, kind of the Dolby sound or even you know just a good old old like I don't any kind of theater.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, have you seen Extraction?
0: Still no. It's on my list.
1: Okay. It's pretty good. It's um I heard people talk about it and calling it like with both uh Jeremy Johns and Mr. Sunday movies. They were like Thor Wick and I watched it and within the first 10 minutes I was like I get it.
0: That's why she was like, if you want to see John Wick and Thor mashed together, there's your extraction.
2: Movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um it's not it's not the kind of movie that's like it's a typical action movie where like it's not big on plot. You're watching it for the action, but it's just so good. And who knew that Chris Hemsworth was that good at action? Yeah. It's it's Thor Wick.
2: <laughs> he's exactly. What
1: he is. He's like a Thor. He pretty much just runs around and like hits people with his hammer. And now that he doesn't have his hammer, like he hits people with lightning. And like all looks like yeah, it's all cool. But he's like straight up John Wicking people. Like this is like a combination of John Wick and like Jason Bourne. Okay. so The action in it is pretty good. um and in the boys, there's very little action because what action does happen is usually quite gory, and it involves massive amounts of blood. Someone either explodes or something gets ripped off or they get burned through. It's never, Maybe. it's never nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the most gruesome person is the woman. Is or uh, what's her name? Does she have a name? Is that Kimiko or something like that? The the character. Like, I'm not sure. And in the boys? No, in the boys.
0: Oh, um, Mave. No,
1: not her. The, oh no, the uh, woman the, on the um, boys.
0: Oh, Madeline.
1: Madeline is her name.
0: The the one that um kind of keeps Homelander in line, right?
1: No, like no, no, the... no, no, no. The woman on the boys. The girl, the one who was like who was in the the um the concentration camp and she broke free. Like she's actually one of the boys, one of their teammates. And she's, like, the one female. Uh, Isn't her name, like, Kimiko or something like that? Kimiko? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. Because, like, for the most part, she's, like, most of the time, they just call her the girl. Yeah. Because she doesn't talk.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's Kimiko. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, um, she's, like, the most ruthless of all of them in her fighting style. Homelander is not so much ruthless. He's just a dick. He just doesn't give a shit about anybody who's not him. True. Like the ultimate selfish asshole. He is. It would be interesting. Did you see, um, um, I want to call it broadband, but I know that's not what it's called. Um, the one from uh, the James Gunn's brother, I think did about uh, Superman. Why is my memory such crap? Um about Superman when he was um, like Superman if he went bad,
0: like the Red Sun.
1: No, no it it's a movie it came out like a couple years ago. Um, it was I just remember like BB.
0: Oh, uh, Brightburn.
1: Brightburn. Thank you.
2: Yes,
0: I, I did not.
1: Oh, okay. Well,
0: amazing though.
1: Eh, it's not bad, but the story again. I, got, I have problems with the story. Guess who else is in it? Again, Elizabeth Banks, because apparently she's contractually obligated to be in anything that has any kind of superhero in it Um, (laughs) or invisible person. Um, She plays the mom, and it's to me, it was an excellent concept, but the execution wasn't great. Um, They focused more on what happens if, you know, what happens when he gets his powers. And he turns evil, and less on why he would turn evil. And so, I feel like Homelander is like an adult version of Brightburn, and like maybe Maeve is the woman because they they also mention other characters. Um, they mention a woman who strangled at the end of the movie, like spoiler. Um, they mentioned a character, a girl who strangled someone with a rope. And you're like, okay, that's the Wonder Woman character. So, yeah. like, maybe Maeve is the Wonder Woman character. Um, but the difference is in the Brightburn universe, it's kind of like, um, like the dark dimension for, like, Batman, where, uh, you know, the, the Batman Who Laughs comes from. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that, where, like, it's just accepted that they're evil. <laughs> By the way, the Batman Who Laughs is awesome.
0: <gasps> oh, he's so dark.
1: He's completely insane. And it's like, you can't, how can you beat him? Because he is Bruce Wayne. He is, he is a combination of Bruce Wayne's wit and the Joker's cunning. And he's completely evil. He's more evil than the Joker is. It's just, it's insane. And I love it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, the whole metal series was just, wow.
1: I didn't think I was going to like it. Cause I was like, oh, this is a gimmick.
0: I, mean, I saw the art for it and I was like, that's twisted. Let's see what this is all about. <laughs> like, let's do it. I'm in. <laughs> it's like, I like your style. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's um, uh, the whole, the int metal thing was weird to me, but you know, whatever. Um, but I loved, I loved the Batman who laughs. I was just like, oh, good, he's back. Because <laughs> he's such a dick and he just revels in being so evil. And it's like, he's so unencumbered by any kind of like rules he's just like oh, whatever i'm gonna do what i want and i know what you think because i am you so there's no way you can get like you can't beat me yeah it's just like it's amazing <laughs> that's amazing so yeah okay so back to the boys um homelander is not see that's the thing with homelander he's a dick but he's not on par with like the batman who laughs
0: no, because he knows he's got to keep a certain kind of appearance. Yeah, because if he just kind of lets loose, people are gonna be like, "Wow, this guy's just ripping apart everyone!" And uh, we got to figure out some some way to kill him or stop him somehow. And which eventually, I think they would, you know, find some way, like you know, some zinc bullets or something.
1: Well, see, that's the thing, though. Well, zinc is zinc isn't his kryptonite. Zinc is just a material he can't see through. Yeah, so it doesn't necessarily weaken him. Is he just can't see through that element? Um. But remember, Mallory says they've literally tried everything, and he has no weaknesses.
0: Yeah, so that's scary. That's terrifying. Which makes you wonder, like, is he immortal? I mean, because I mean, will he age until he dies, or is he just kind of like alive from here on out?
1: I don't know. That's that's an interesting thing because if that's the case, then and here's another thing: like, could he drown? Cause like mm. with Wolverine, he has that healing factor, but he can drown. He drown. Yep. Yeah. So it's like maybe you just have to think kind of outside of the box. Like maybe you just have to figure out a way to keep him. But then the thing is, like, how do you how do you make it so that he drowns? Because with his superpowers, he's gonna get like you can't contain him. You know. Yeah. So I uh, like the first question is before you can even find out if it'll kill him, you got to figure out a way to contain him. I my personal belief is that. The way to take him down will be his son, because it looks like his son has his superpowers. But yeah. the difference is he was given V, and his son was born with them. And usually, nature always wins over nurture.
0: True, and so if it comes to it, where the son has to take down the, you know, um, Homelander, can he beat him just by sheer force? Like, yeah, if he that's... Bludge him to, can he bludgeon him to death?
1: Uh, well, you know, you, of course you wouldn't go there. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking, I wasn't thinking like even that. I was thinking like in um, like a perfect example, like with Superman, he is, he's overpowered against regular humans, but against another Kryptonian, they're equal Yeah, so, because they're both like, it's basically like two humans, whereas like regular humans are like ants. Like, yeah, he's going to beat the ants. But then another human, like, maybe he will, maybe he won't. And so I feel, I feel like his son is going to be, like, another Kryptonian kind of for for Homelander. So maybe, like, like, for example, like Wolverine and X-23. Like, Wolverine can heal, and so can X-23. So if anybody can kill Wolverine, it's probably going to be her. Because they can just keep fighting until, like, there's nothing left. You know? <laughs> Um, so I, I feel like that's like what it's gonna be with homelander where like yeah you can't really keep him down but his son could because his son could have the same powers
0: yeah and gotta find a puddle and put his head in it
1: yeah oh my gosh you just gave me a flashback of uh, of glass uh, did you see that I didn't okay um have you seen unbreakable or uh, none of them split wow what yep wow
0: a little behind on this stuff
1: you missed out on the m night uh comic universe
0: i heard it was really good i heard uh, james mcavoy did a very good job
1: and split yeah so unbreakable is really good split is really good why haven't
0: you seen those those are old did i never got around to it
1: huh um yeah split and unbreakable are very good Glass. A lot of people think as a letdown. Um, if I mention why or make the point that I was just about to make, it would be completely spoiler. So
0: I, I do plan on watching them, so we'll kind of hold off for now.
1: Yeah. Um, so forget that point then. Uh, <laughs> Maybe we'll
0: kind of like make that its own podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The um, the unbreakable split. Well, I guess you just call it the I don't know the M Night verse, I guess, or the the M <laughs> The, the M yes.
0: The MVU. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, there's. Yeah, I can't really say anything because everything would be a spoiler. So anyway, <laughs> there um, is that. Yeah, but I, I would be, I would be interested to see if something like completely benign is Homelander's weakness. Like, how is he with gas? Like, if you trapped him, if he's in a room. And, like, the hard part is trying to find the stuff because you can't trap him in a room now because he can, you know, he he can escape. So, but if, let's say, like, he's asleep and you, like, manage to gas the room that he's in and he doesn't wake up in time to get out, could that incapacitate him or kill him? So, but the thing is, like, good luck being the person to perform the experiment because it's probably going to kill you.
0: He'll be dead. Whoever does, they'll die.
1: Yeah. If you, if your experiment fails, you're dead. Somebody's going to die. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so is there anything that you want to say about the boys or anything you found memorable that you want to talk about?
0: I love the whole Christian Bible, you know, camp thing that they had. Oh
1: yeah. With the, uh, the hypocrite dude.
0: Yep. How <laughs> you ended up being gay, you know, from that club how, you know, And he just kind of came out like one of those, like, just be you. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to hear talking about all this stuff, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah. But for, for me, that was like, that was just good right there. And over, overall, I really enjoyed the whole season as a whole. There wasn't really oh. much of a letdown at all. Now knowing that there's season two coming out and the the trailer's out, I'm excited for it all.
1: Hmm. Um I came to this I don't even remember why I watched it I remember hearing about it And it was another one of those things Where like If everybody's raving about something The odds of my checking it out Are diminishing <laughs> I don't know why I'm like that
0: It crushes your hopes
1: Yeah like the more people are like Oh my god this is awesome Like Game of Thrones Game of Thrones The Walking Dead um, The Breaking Bad When everybody's talking about how awesome it is the Just keep talking I'm not gonna watch it <laughs>
0: Well, because I think it, it kind of builds up these expectations in your mind and you see it, you know, like, that wasn't what everyone said.
1: Yeah. It, maybe that or maybe I'm just, like, I'm built to be counterculture, I guess. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I, I heard about it and I was like, I don't care. Like, at the time, I didn't even know that I had it. Am- Actually, I didn't have Amazon Prime. I ended up getting Amazon Prime through my mom. Um, and so, at the time, I didn't have Amazon Prime when it came out. And, um, and then I saw it, or I, I saw like commercials for it and I was like, eh, I don't really care. And then one day I was going through Amazon. So I have this habit where a majority of the time I'm on Netflix, I am not actually watching something. I'm just adding things to watch to my queue and like never going back and actually watching things. And half the time when I do watch things, it's things that I never bothered to put in my queue. I'm just like, Oh, what's that? I'll watch that right now. That's how I watched Altered Carbon. I was, like, scrolling through, and I was like, what's this? And then next thing you know, I, like, binged the Messiah. Most of dead to me, most of the stuff that I end up actually watching, I'm just like, that looks interesting, and I just start watching it. And I have a queue from here to Kansas, and I, like, half of it, like, so – probably half of my queue are movies that like, I just add them because I know that I like them and I'm like, Oh, I mm-hmm. can go back and watch that again. And then the other half are movies that are like, Oh, that looks really good. And I will literally never watch it. <laughs> so, and I it was doing the same thing with Amazon. I was like, it was one of those times where I was just adding stuff to my queue and I got to the boys and I was like, okay, I'm going to watch one episode to see if that's any good. And then the moment, like he's holding the hands, I was like, "What the shit is this?" <laughs> I was like, "What the hell?" And next thing you know, like I'd watched four episodes, so I was like, "Okay, I got some watching this now." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was. I was not expecting to actually like finish
2: it.
0: So there's, there's that. Yeah, you know, for me, like this this series, like I I saw the commercials for when it was coming out. And I was like, well, it's on Prime. I don't have Prime. So it's whatever. And then when, you know, I found out that what was it? It was like a three month trial of Prime. And I was like, you know what? I signed month, up. Wow. And I was like, you know what? It's right there. Let's it was like what, ten episodes or so? I'm like, let's, yeah. let's watch it. And like first so I was like, oh wow. Yeah, this is happening. <laughs> and it was one of those like I powered through it. But I didn't like power through it just like, well, I, I got to finish. I, I just got to finish it. It's like, I want to see more. I want to see more. To the yeah, point where like was... I, re-watched some, I rewatched a few episodes because I was either confused or just like kind of blew my mind. So I was like, yep, going back and doing that one again.
1: <laughs> um, I kind of have that feeling with Dead to Me where like I, I watched the first episode and then you're like, yeah, I'm finishing this. <laughs> you're like you're like i what like this isn't like this is crazy and i have to find out how this ends and yeah. then when it ends you're like damn it why is it not like i need the next season already um upload was similar to that but it was like upload is only 30 minute episodes and that kind of pissed me off because it's like i feel like as soon as you get into it like that episode's over and the next one's starting and you're like oh that was an episode already like i feel like i'm linked. Mm-hmm. Like, okay well whatever well, <laughs> let's, let's watch this next one and, then, cool and
0: worse. Huh? That's how it was was, was Clone Wars, like 25-minute episodes.
1: Yeah. Um, with Clone Wars, for me, it was far more emotional than that, the, the seventh season. Far more yeah. emotional than that because I was like, I knew, I was like, oh, it's going to like, oh, the end is going to be bad. Ah, it's going to, oh, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it.
0: Kind ch- of check out that podcast on the under 1, po- under one channel.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. You can hear me like cry and whine and scream and... <laughs> and go way off topic but then eventually come back around
0: <laughs> we always kind of bring things back around to kind of full circle
1: indeed I feel like that's what I should have just called this podcast full circle like it's always going to come back around there you go <laughs> all right um, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up do you have any parting words for the boys
0: um, if you haven't seen it go see it it's worth your time
1: indeed indeed I will second that and I will wrap up this week's episode. Thank you, Vincent, for, uh, for hopping on my podcast and no chatting with me. It was fun. Awesome. Um, so tell people one more time where they can find you.
0: Um, well, my main hub is anchor.fm4 slash nerd1. But if you search nerd1 on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, you'll find me
1: cool we will definitely do that and we will talk to you later if you like this episode do us a favor if you're listening through apple give us five star rating or any other app drop us a like and don't forget to subscribe so that you can hear new episodes when they come out thanks in case i don't see ya. good afternoon good evening and good night
2: Yeah!